Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss aliens, Chinese food, and Johnny Ive's perfect curves. I don't want to waste one minute. Let's get right into it. All right, Ryan, this is it. It's our second to last show of the year. Yeah. This is the 2018 is almost over. And I couldn't be happy. What a year it was. In I gotta stupidity. say, I looked at Chartbeat has a thing. It's like the best headlines or the headline, the top stories, the stories that kept you engaged or whatever, like as if it's a thing to celebrate. And it's just so much horrible stuff. I mean, Laurel and Yanni was this year. Oh, boy. I mean, this year has just gone on like... Uh, Someone was saying, like, uh, uh, just listing old memes from the year. And, like, uh, I'm trying to think of the other ones. I can't even remember the memes from this year because they um, so there's uh, the one that Jeremy wrote about, which I think is great, which was a very small event in the meme world, in the memescape, uh, which was the I don't care uh, uh, fugitive meme. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just really good. We had a, I mean, I think that's a good uh, meme. I don't think it was that popular. Um, can I point out, this is what I was thinking of. Plane Bay happened in the second half of this year. Plane Bay. Oh, that's when the girl was like stalking the people. Yeah. But doesn't that feel like that was 14 years ago? Yeah. That was a fun one. I remember that. Everybody was so mad. I mean, this is Everyone the year. Was so mad. This Everyone is... who worked at BuzzFeed was like, how dare you monetize someone else's content and life? And you're like, yeah. you work at BuzzFeed? Yeah. They're like, if this had been a BuzzFeed post, that would have been really cool. <laughs> she was like, like, hey, BuzzFeed, are you hiring? And they were like, not you, bitch. And it was like, wait, 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 wait. BuzzFeed doesn't want anyone to repurpose someone else's like content for their social media. Is that what you're saying? It's very interesting, I have to say. It was a very interesting phenomenon. But I'm sorry to, to that we're talking about it again because it uh, it bums me out all over. You know, because it's. I mean, but I, mean, I will say, yeah, it was fucked up. I will say that 2018. I think the defining feature of 2018 is that it was the year of um, swarm outrage. I feel like it's the year. That no there was peak, peak swarm, peak swarm outrage. There's no, there was no even minor insurrection, even minor mistake that could be overlooked that did not warrant several articles being written about it, and in, in a and in, in hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of Twitter users trying to um, just swarm on that moment. You know, it's the year of the dunk. Yeah, it's the year of the dunk, which is like it's it's. I think that Trump. I will say this. I think that yes, of course, everybody is. We've got a lot of shit going on in the world that really sucks, and there's a lot of horrible people that now are like you know sort of have been given a megaphone, and there's a lot of issues that are that have come up you know because of Trump that you know we thought we had sort of dealt with. You know, you're like, well, is gay marriage back on the table? That kind of stuff, and mm -hmm. um, and so of course everybody is kind of tweaked, but like I also think that Trump. And his just sort of general way of of walking through the world and what he's like brought sort of the wake of his of his um, of his gold yacht of sh filled with feces um, has created. I think everybody's made everybody like meaner and less patient. And that's the thing is it is the dunk is the most efficient way to be done with something like the news has brought you some garbage you do a quick dunk you get to feel superior you got yeah. your take out there yeah. you're like fuck this i'm sick of this shit it's like i love lucy with the chocolates and mm. we're at like a lot of chocolates are coming out of that pipeline yeah and we're gotta, just popping them in our mouth it, throwing them around it's also i just think everybody's just like everybody's looking for the for the enemy you know we're all like who's the enemy that's the yeah the current the current state, I would say, of our existence, at least it feels this way on the internet. And of course, I've this is the year that I became far less excited about being on the internet than I've ever been in my entire life. Um, but it's the kind of like this, like you're you're like, who's who's my enemy? Who who is who is my enemy? And is my enemy somebody that I didn't think that they were? Or like, is it is it has somebody who I have previously not been enemies with now going to be my enemy? So I mean, it's like this, this week we decided that Chrissy Teigen was bad because of some old tweets, and it's like, oh, what did she do? Oh no! In like 2011, she used the T word to describe um, trans people, but not the word trans. Um, she mm, mm. tweeted about gay marriage in a flippant way. Um, 
there, I think there was something racist. Like it was like well, you know, Chrissy's, uh, Chrissy's very outspoken. Okay, she's not going to apologize for those tweets. Did she apologize? I don't think so. I think she deleted some. That's smart. Just get rid of them. She said something about like Lady Gaga was a man or Lindsay Lohan cuts herself. Like there was like a bunch of stuff that wasn't great, but it was like, guys, in 2011, like we all did some really bad stuff. Like Christian Siriano, who's a great person, used the T word a lot on Project Runway. And like we've all grown and changed. There's no point. Like I'm so tired of the dunk of being like, finally, we can get Chrissy Teigen to delete her account. It's like, I get it. You listen to Chapo, but can we all move on? Like there are bigger fish to fry. I, like I'm not ready to full on buy a second phone because um, some handset manufacturer made like a, a second phone that I can carry around that like the simple phone. Yeah. And it, all it does is take calls. And I'm like, I, now I, I'm unplugged. Like I'm not <laughs> that person, yeah. but <laughs> I am full on ready to like leave my phone in my backpack and just hope the notifications reach me on my watch. Because when I look at the trending topics, I, I'm, I don't want any of it. Like I'm like return to sender. Like I don't need this in my life. Unsubscribe. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's um, th there's a lot of checking out going on. I, unfortunately, like uh, just like a moment ago while we were talking, I stumbled upon a good thing on the internet. Apparently Oh. I, feel, I feel like I should bring it up. Have you seen this thread? Uh, it's from this writer, Candace Marie Benbow. Um, she's like, I, my neighbor, I don't want to ruin this for everybody, but I feel like I just have to talk about it, talking about like internet things that happen on the internet right now uh, and how bad it is. She's like, my neighbor threw this crazy party, so I wrote him a letter and baked him a, a cake. Um, and the letter is like, it's pretty funny. She's just like, you really, boy, you really went for it last night. Like it was like four in the morning and I should have been sleeping, but like I could hear music coming from your apartment or whatever. Then she has this super oh, long. Oh, this is so cute. Have you seen this? Then she has this super long thread. And like, I don't know, it goes on and on, but then she's like, update. I just met my neighbor, Tommy. He's so freaking cool. He apologized for the noise, promised to invite me to the next party. Most importantly, he said my pound cake was amazing. Then she has a selfie with her and Tommy. And then, um, I mean, it, it, let's just say it gets to a pretty heavy place. Like, it gets pretty heavy. And uh, it, it is like, you know, the first good thing I've seen on Twitter in 2018. <laughs> now, we're going to find out it's all a hoax, of course, but um, we can enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> we're going to milkshake duck this at record speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are going to be like, oh, Candace, how about these tweets you did in 2007 about hey, immigrants? Candace, <laughs> turning into a corn cob, honey. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's there's gonna be so, 19 drill at replies and i'm just gonna be like I, it's so it's so bad so bad anyhow but, no, so far so far not nothing but this is this was posted on december 18th so let's give it a, let's give it another couple days you know what i really do think though the future of the internet and twitter and dunk and outrage culture and stuff when we finally digest the trump shit bag that is in our system right now is i do really think sarah silverman has the right approach which is she really does approach people with kindness and she tries to figure out what's going on with the people who are the most vicious. Like people have sent her death threats. She's looked them up, found out some, they were in some really bad circumstance and wrote them a DM being like, sounds like you're going through a really hard time. Um, if you need to get this out by being mean to me, have at it. But I do wish you the best. And I'm really sorry that you were, were diagnosed with cancer. Or I'm really sorry that you're in a place in your life where you're really lonely and you tweet a lot about being lonely. And I'm really sorry about that or whatever. And she just approaches everybody in this really human way. And I'm not saying like, I'm not Ellen. I'm not like be nice to each other. And I don't think that like pacifism works in every context. But I do think like more context and understanding and stuff like that. It has to be where we pivot. Uh, I mean, like punch Nazis, but at the same time, <laughs> but not everybody just hug Nazis too. You know, no, 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 not everybody. Yeah, is a Nazi. after they've after not they've fallen, everybody is a Nazi. Not everybody's a Nazi, but most. Let's be honest, most but people are. Lots Nazis. of people are. <laughs> now, and um, after we punch the Nazis, let's have a, a a big campfire. Is the answer? I mean, is the answer? I mean, I will say this. Um, I, you know here's the thing. I have a, a daughter, as you know, a young girl. Uh, and um, like she, you live she with a tiny lady. Who I live with a tiny Annie. young, a young woman. She doesn't know anything about race. I mean, she doesn't, she has, she's never commented on the color of somebody's skin ever. Not a word. Not, not, not even like it was a weird thing 
Like it was, you know what I mean? Like not like why question. is not like a question, not like why is their skin this color, mine's that color, or whatever. Oh, like when like when the people post that their toddler said like, "Mommy, why is that boy holding another boy's hand?" Or is this a chocolate yeah, that person? Shit, that's and you're nobody, like, please no, stop. That's no, learned. You, that's learned. I'm gonna tell you something. Yeah, I, I, you I, taught your kid that that was not normal, and then they asked you why it wasn't normal, and the then you only, were embarrassed the only, that you the, taught them that. Yes, the only time something weird comes up, and and she's never said anything even close to that. But like you, it's like the, some other kid said some. Dumb thing and because like their parents are saying it like yeah what is true what is true about human beings i believe having now observed when laura and i were just talking about this having observed one from you know the start of her life the moment that she was born into the world till now is that like you do people like are taught through like the people around them how to behave and what to think and i mean yes everybody has their own personality and everybody has their own sort of in sort of like uh uh instinctual sort of ways of being like there is nature there as well but like so nazis you know it's like it is very true at the at the heart of richard at the root of richard spencer is that like he didn't have to be richard spencer like he wasn't it was not like he popped out and was like i'm gonna be racist like somebody made him that way and so there is and like it's a, also not like he looked like about at a bunch of data and objectively came to the viewpoint that yeah, yeah, some yeah. races are better no, like that I mean, didn't happen it's he a, grew it's up a, around white people net did not meet anybody of color was confused by it and then scared and then he didn't want to be wrong so he backed that up with a bunch of fucking bullshit but like you know so there is a kind of it's like yes like do i want to punch richard spencer in the face of course you do because now it's like you should know better now he's a grown man and he can get the information but you can punish of, him but still under you want to understand him. well more than understand i would like people to change i would like i think like the best thing that could happen is that nazis change their mind because I mean, like because they have there the are wrong. activists there are like i used to be a neo-nazi activist yeah like that's the thing and so there is like there is a level to like punch a nazi but there is like is there could we come up with a, a better way to like break down their dumb fucking ideas Some that have been ingrained conversion therapy yeah we need exactly <laughs> we need to hook to them church, up <laughs> send them to a church in the woods to uh, electrodes and, and then every time they say something nazi we electrocute them yeah, no but it is like it is like we should what's the mechanism i don't know they did it to for, us <laughs> for re-education that's what we need that's what i need to figure out you know like what is it because like you know it's like these these right-wing people most of them are not they're probably at their heart i mean people who voted for trump now there's plenty of bad people that voted for trump no question there's plenty of people that just vote for republicans and they're like i guess i'm voting for trump and like they should know better, but they don't. How do we re-educate those people? How do we go like, listen, this is you're not doing yourself any favors. I think it's crazy. I mean, we, I, uh, Laura talks all the time, but she had an aunt, uh, uh, her great aunt, who voted like Republican, and it's like she was super working class and like definitely voted against her interests all the time because like she literally worked for a Republican family, it was like a maid for a Republican family, and like thought that they had the right ideas because they were rich you know Well, that I, I was just thinking when you were like you know zelda doesn't ask this or that i grew up my parents sent me to a catholic school because they thought that the public school by us was bad because it had poor people and people of color in it and that's what they were raised to think of like that meant it was a bad school they really wanted me to have a better life they both of my parents were i don't want to say homeless but they were like kicked out of their houses left whatever one of eight kids there was no money and so they 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 like couch surfed while they got like part-time jobs got a job had a kid really early on accident which was me then they put all their money into getting me what they thought was like a good future so i went to a catholic school for my first few years of school because it was the only private school in the area and grew up around not a ton of people of color then when they had money they moved to a richer area which on long island because of redlining and the way that we built this country in like the post world war ii america was super segregated and continues to be one of the most racist places in the world um and i grew up in that bubble or whatever but i was also poor so like did i not know about people of color and all that stuff Ye no and i had to learn a lot of that stuff as a teenager finally meeting other kinds of people and having my mind expanded because i was queer like i had questions that and i wanted to meet other kinds of people and it happened on its own but i also remember distinctly being knowing that we didn't have a ton of money and asking my mom one time like why she was handing she said something about how she had to buy food 
And I asked her, like, you have to pay for food? I was, She was like, yeah. I was like, what if you don't have any money? And she was like, well, some people might help you out, but you need to go get a job. And I remember being like, that's not fair. How are you supposed to get a job if you're hungry? Like, I just remember asking these questions and being horrified by the answer. And the answer that I was given and taught was like, if you work hard enough and you're good enough and you like want it, you'll be able to figure it out. And like that, that was just like everything was a meritocracy and rich people knew better and were better. And we were going to try to be those people. And I remember trying to learn that like, like I remember trying to think I, I would see like the movie Clueless and be like, oh, they're inherently good because they're like rich or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like I right. thought that. Right. that was the association that we were told, especially in the 90s yeah. and the early 2000s. And then, like, Paris Hilton happened because it was a subversion of that. It was like, she's the worst person in the world with every advantage. And I remember just thinking, like, and yet everyone still emulates this because there's this association that, like, these that you watch 90210 and you're like, these rich kids, yeah. like, they are inherently important and special. That's and, right. like, it, it is something you get taught and it's something you believe. And, like, like, oh, my God, this is so unrelated. I'm just on a rant at this point. But I was just watching The Incredibles, too. And I think it's a terrible movie. I think also the old Incredibles, the themes don't hold up because they're about, like, being inherently special and superior means that you have abilities and you're gifted and the world should want to accept you for those and shouldn't limit you, even though you caused a ton of damage in the meantime. Like, Elon Musk is basically Mr. Incredible. And society is saying, like... Well, you have to help us fix all of the damage you make when you, quote unquote, save us and whatever. And it's like kids are taught these lessons so early on about being special that like Batman is a billionaire and he just wants to help everybody. And that's maybe not a great message. Mm, Batman. I mean, what to do with Batman is a great, you know, like what what are we going to do about Batman? I mean, somebody's writing a book about this, I assume, like at this point, you know, it's like. But like Batgirl is the future. Her dad's a cop and she breaks his rules because she wants to do the right thing and she has no money and she fucking makes her own gadgets at home and she made her costume out of stuff and Batman was like, you don't work for me. And she's like, I'm going to do it anyway. And then she became paraplegic. And so she like became another superhero that worked from a base and controlled robots. Like that is the fucking future. Not a billionaire who just like pays a black guy to make her his gadgets for him. Like Lucius Fox is like problematic at this point, in my opinion. Hmm. I feel like, okay. I know. First I'm saying off, a lot. I'm saying off, a lot. I feel like you just did a lot of spoilers. Okay. I feel like you're, uh, Giving away a lot of what's going on in the Bat <laughs> universe to people who maybe oh sorry up. did you want to catch up on a hundred years of comic books yeah I was thinking about doing that actually I was in a comic store yesterday and I was like there are so many fucking amazing looking comics that are available right now and I was like God I I, I wouldn't even know where to begin like I was reading yeah. Saga for a while and then I like um I really liked I just read Chilling Adventures of Sabrina like the original really really dark version like it's way more fucked up than even the show mm. but I loved it it was really good. Um I would read that probably. I would love to I mean I keep getting now the Google has all these ideas about what I like and so they're always like the latest Batman comic goes darker than you could have even imagined. I'm like okay that sounds interesting and then I'm like I don't know like just I just don't know, you know. Batman Batman stabs now. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, look, I'm trying to keep up with this Titan shit. Does anybody know what's going on? Do you watch the show? The Titans? I don't, I don't watch the show. New Titans, watch... or whatever the fuck they're called, DC's Titans. I did watch Teen Titans go to the movies, and that was pretty good. No, no. So there's a show. It's like, I guess there's like a DC streaming service. Is this, am I getting this right? DC Universe, it's called. DC Universe. Okay, I'm just going to get the comics, it. the TV shows, some games. They're trying okay. to like make their own Netflix for superheroes. Okay, so anyhow, there's this show. It's called Titans. And uh Fuck Batman. I, yeah, this is the fuck Batman show. And I guess like Titans they the the end of this season, they end up um fighting Batman. And oh, like no. Batman's like Batman like kills the Joker and he's like an unstoppable killing machine. And it's like, please, please, please tell me. Please tell me that it's not actually Batman. Because like if this is like in the this universe, of Batman this is... is murder. What? The future of Batman is murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's like a, a killing machine. I mean, you got to watch the trailer. They're like, it's like they're it's like they're in a room full of body bags. They're like, this wasn't justice. This was a massacre. And it's like, yes, that's exactly what it is. If you have a room full of body bags, like yeah. it's definitely not. You probably not justice. So yeah. it's like, so anyhow. But now I now I kind of want to watch the show because I want to see what the fuck they're trying to do with Batman. Yeah. But like, can we just have? Do we have to go? 
Do we like, have to have a commentary on Batman? Can't we just evolve him into a different character or like at least have a meta commentary where he learns that he might be a little problematic and opens his mind and his methods? Like that would be sort of interesting if it was yeah. funny and sharp like into the Spider-Verse, which is amazing. And then and then hold on a second. So like so then then they have this apparently a crossover with this group called Doom Patrol which is I assume from the comics. Now they have a show, and the show actually looks pretty good. Um, Brendan Fraser is apparently in the show. Oh, I'm on. He I'm plays in. he plays a robot in the show, like okay, a man who is inside of a robot, like that Russian robot. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Hold on, I gotta I gotta get just search for Doom Patrol, okay? Mm-hmm. But it looks really good, and uh, 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 what's his name? Timothy, who's Oliphant? the British guy? No, oh. Timothy McVeigh. No, <laughs> wow, no. Doom Patrol. Uh, Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. Dalton. Is it? He plays like their ringleader, and uh, I don't know. Oh my god, this robot though. I'm yeah. sorry. It is sort of funny in the promo, like the behind the scenes pictures. It's just like him making faces and stuff. It's very funny. Yeah, Robot Man is his name. I, I and I think like the idea is like he's supposed to be like, uh encased in like a robot exoskeleton mm-hmm. kind of like the thing but a robot. i think it's i think it's like kind of like tongue-in-cheek it's like kind of funny like cyborgs in it but it's like a different young cyborg and there's i don't know i'm kind of curious i'm almost like yeah like i kind of want to i kind of want to watch this show but then i think it's got to be bad right i Sorry, really, I'm, I'm just really, way down a rabbit really hole want dc stuff to be good but i do think the answer for them is to do weird one-shot movies and like what ifs and cool individual stories that take real artistic license and be the exact opposite of marvel and i don't know that like an extended tv universe is the answer there but they do have a lot of weird stuff going on they got a lot of weird stuff going on and i dc's all over the place i'm like sort of curious about this dc universe now i'm trying to see like they, they offer some pretty nasty shit though i gotta tell you i mean yeah it's cool the comics that sounds great some of the shows they're they're offering us here are pretty uh bad. Weird. They're pretty what weird. They? Well, first off, do they even have Gotham on here? That's not even part no. of the package. No, you have to get Gotham as a separate thing. Okay, so this is exactly such a DC thing. You tell me I can get I can watch Birds of Prey, but uh from 2002 and I can watch The Adventures of Superboy from 1988 to 1992. I mean, this is bad. They, what they are offering, but they don't have Gotham. Ooh. Oh, I, I assume they will get Gotham after like the rights have passed through Hulu. Here's what they got for movies. You ready? This oh, is fucking God. insane. Oh, no. They have su- all the original Christopher Reeves Supermans. Then they have the uh, Tim Burton Batmans. And then the ones that follow that. They don't have the other. They don't have Dark Knight or any of that shit. They do have Mask of the Phantasm. So I love Mask of the Phantasm. Mask of the Phantasm is is probably the best Batman movie that's ever been made. To be honest, it is. It it's is. Really that Batman good. Returns. Batman is the best at Christmas. Yeah, that's a good. It's Eighty dollars a year. This is insane. I guess if you read the comics, this is worth it. It is worth it if you read the comics. It is like I and and Batman animated series being available, kind of worth the price. Mm, kind of but most of the stuff i wouldn't watch if if even if they paid me animated (laughs) the animated batman though like the entire run of that and maybe batman beyond if it's on there that's worth the price of admission i think i do think that is the only way to see this teen titans show or titans or whatever is it to subscribe to this is that what i'm getting sorry i feel like this is not a very interesting podcast right now i'm just like coming to this realization well i mean to bring it back around that is kind of the state of media at the moment is like everybody's shooting to make their own netflix exclusive package amazon prime but for my thing people are fucking crazy everybody's crazy if they think we're all going to pay for separate subscriptions to things like they need to just make somebody needs to roll all this shit up for 250 dollars a year and you get every streaming or like most streaming services like cable and then just be a cable person again let me see what the free trial looks like Hmm. Okay. Cable sucks. Hmm. Um. No, I mean it's bad out there. Anyhow, so I was just very confused. They're ruining. They're ruining Batman. They're making Batman more dark, which is like not necessary. No, he's already extremely we already did disturbed that. and problematic characters. No, now yeah. he kills. Now he kills too. <laughs> it's like, come on. Well, 
let's talk about other news stories that happened yeah, this week. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do There's it. There's some weird shit. Uh, the viral glitter package, that thing. Okay. okay. I've avoided this like the plague. I've avoided this video. I, I, I posted I... this first in the outline chat, but nobody pays attention to me. This is very weird and strange. Go on. What is so it? So in this thing, this guy was like, someone steals my Amazon pe- deliveries all the time and it drives me nuts. Uh, relatable as hell. We're already hashtag Insta story relatable. Like that happens to me. It's a problem I think about a lot. I get really, really, really upset. It's taken up a lot of my time. I have filed police reports. So I'm already down for an exploration of this. He engineers a package and it is a very cool engineering solution. It's basically like four camp, four phones that are recording and like uh, relaying the video, tracking this on GPS. And then it is a glitter explosion when you open the box. Like, it looks like an Apple HomePod. When you open the box, glitter explodes everywhere, and it sprays fart smell. And then he records their reactions as they freak out and try to clean it up or throw it out or whatever. And he does this over and over and over again. The problem that came from this, which it's an amusing video. It is, like, you know, one of those digestible YouTube videos. The engineering is interesting, and the problem is one that we all have. But it ends up later that like he paid people to put these packages on their front doors and in order to get the payment they had to get footage and some of these people didn't have the package stolen so they just had a friend fake it so then he had to pull a bunch of the footage because he found out it was fake because internet sleuths figured out that it was fake so now there's only like two reactions i guess in the new video or only two of them are real and then like a day later someone posted a viral video of they caught an amazon package thief like that day, saw her, chased her down, and eventually the girl ran out of breath, stopped, admitted that she stole the package, gave it back, and then when she caught her breath, ran away, away again. And it's like that was the satisfying conclusion we all wanted to like feel through a video. And this over-engineered, like, over-packaged version definitely plugged into that, but it because it was so over-engineered and overdone, it ended up like undermining the whole thing by being fake. Do you know what I mean? Sort and of. So, I mean, I'm so of... lost right now. <laughs> what? Wait. So, what don't you understand? I just, I don't. I, so, 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 so there was a a real package thief, but the guy couldn't get the real package thief on video. He got a couple of real package thieves, but he wanted like a montage, and so he paid people. Oh, to put because these the idea is that multiple, multiple different people steal packages, right? At the holidays. I don't know. I mean. I, I guess like I this seems like a really small problem. Uh in the no, world. it is not. I have this problem so much. It is very hard in New York City to receive an Amazon delivery because they all get stolen. So you end up like waiting for your Alexa to flash and then running downstairs. And if you're even a few minutes late or you were at the gym on your way back, your package is gone. So then you can have it sent to your office. But if you don't work in an office or if it's a weekend delivery, it's not going to get delivered. Or you can get a P.O. box, but the post offices in New York are notoriously mobbed. You have to stand in line for two hours to get your packages. It's a very difficult thing. You can do like those Amazon Prime yeah, why box you do the lo- Why don't you do the lockers? Because then at that point, I'm already at Whole Foods or like target and i could just go get what i was gonna get you know what i recommend is moving to the uh the country yeah because you're fine <laughs> they could just leave them wherever i ordered you a christmas gift and both of the parts of the christmas gift that you're going to now get in the oh new God. year have parts. been delayed or stolen not not here not where i live man send them to my house I'm, I'm too poor for a mortgage i have no credit well, you'd be surprised these days. Listen, with Trump is deregulating all over the place. This is like the heyday. It's like 2006 uh, uh, <laughs> all over again. This you is like get, your you advice five, on Black Friday. You can get Take five, out a credit card, buy yeah, everything you can got, You can get like five houses in Florida right now for like 20 bucks and a uh, bag but of But pe- then uh, I would live in Florida. No offense to our listen, Disney listeners. Listen, it's a great place if you love uh, humidity. And mosquitoes. And, and mosquitoes. And flooded, coastal flooded. <laughs> well, anyway, spot. anyway, this was fascinating because it was fake and highly packaged. And then a day later, a very authentic thing went viral. And it's just interesting. I don't know. I just think, listen, um, I just feel like if you're stealing people's packages, that's really rude. But also Especially you probably have the a, holidays. I've had maybe they need them. Maybe stolen. they need them. Maybe they I've need the packages. Maybe they have to give them toys. 
mean, they have to give them to their children. Do you ever think about Steal that? Steal them from Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos should just send everybody at least one package for free. That's true. Everybody that in America. He, they just said, he just said everybody is one item using their algorithms to figure out. Amazon should randomly just send you a box of their returned merchandise because they can't do anything with that stuff. Just I mean, do you know, there have been many times. Ta- random junk, junk have, box. Have you ever had the experience with Amazon where you're like, I need to return this? They're like, you know what? Just keep it. Where yeah, we I find you that the, happen. Yeah. Where we find you the money, you just give it. It's insane. They're like, we have <laughs> so much stuff. <laughs> I've had it happen for like fairly pricey things. I know. I had a $300 clam case for my iPad like four or five years ago, and it was the wrong iPad. And they were like, oh, we'll send you the right iPad size. Just keep that one. So I just said to a friend, hey, you want this expensive clam case? And they were like, sure. Yeah. I We got something sent to us. It was like a... Um, <clears throat> It had a battery in it of some type. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what it was. And they're like, you can't send that. And it was like expensive. It was like 200 bucks. I don't know what it was. Maybe a print. No, it wasn't a printer. They're like, we, you can't send that back to us because of like battery, new battery regulation. So you just keep it. <laughs> okay. Like, okay, cool. That's great. Thanks. It's really good stuff. All right, what else is going on in the world? Oh, so we didn't even talk about any of the, We didn't even get to any of the good memes. We didn't even talk about what the good memes were. Um, talk about some sweet memes. So Laurel and Yanni, that, it's not even a meme. It was just a thing that happened. So I was, was like, pretty sure this was going to end in a Nickelodeon animated series about Laurel and Yanny. It was like the it was the it was the it was the aural dress. It was the dress part two. It was the dress with sound, and it was cool for five minutes, and then I was like, "We have to stop doing this." Um. Yeah. Uh, here's a tweet that's happening right now. The hashtag resign Trump. Which is like, I don't know. It's the number one trending hashtag on Twitter right now. I mean, Trump doesn't know how to thread his tweets. He's not reading Twitter moments. I just think that this is the ultimate. To me, this trending is the ultimate. um, Dunk? (laughs) No, it's the ultimate uh, flaccidness of social media in in being expressed. It's like, oh, you got a hashtag going, guys? Good for you. Why don't you fucking vote? How about that? Yeah. I know you came out. I know you came out in record numbers during the midterms, but let's see you in 2020. Let's see where you're at in 2020 when you're not when you don't when you're not excited enough about the Democratic candidate. When you don't like the you don't like her track record or whatever. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Sorry, um, I'm not saying that. I'm not to most people. Just saying that. Uh, good meme. <sighs> good meme. They did surgery on a grape. Okay, <laughs> they did surgery <laughs> on a grape. It's pretty good. Very short lived. It was great, though. That was a good day. It was uh, very. <laughs> it's still funny. <laughs> they're just, I mean, it had a lot going for it. It was easy to pull off. It was made no sense. <laughs> it was very like weird Twitter, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I miss weird Twitter. It's kind of like. um. We don't have enough of that energy. Like you're the man now, dog. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like a little bit of a throwback. You remember that? Yeah. You know? Um, Zendaya is Michi was a good meme. Oh, yeah. Zendaya is Michi was great. Was it a meme? Oh, it's just a video. It was a video, but it became I mean, a meme. To, I think we need to get what we're calling a meme under... Uh, I mean, you know. videos can spawn memes. Okay, like sorry. the cock destroyers. I should not have I should not have Twitter open while we're recording because I just saw this New York Post headline fly across my screen. Elliot Spitzer snuck me into his apartment in a suitcase. Ex mistress. <laughs> Wait, remember when Taylor Swift was traveling in a suitcase? I don't remember. Oh, in that box. Yeah. Yeah. I. She used to be taken onto stage. Wait, right? was Taylor Swift trying to get into Elliot Spitzer's apartment? Hold the phone. She does have a. Doesn't she live in New York? Yeah. Wow. He used to sneak me into his Fifth Avenue apartment in a black suitcase when his wife was away. Svetlana Travis Zakrova told the Post in an exclusive interview. Mm, a Russian? My knees would be up by my face. When the doorman would ask if he could help, Elliot would say, no thanks. At, at the risk of Michael Tracy yeah, this, calling this, me Russophobic, I, I'm a little suspicious. This uh, is a bombshell story. A bombshell story. She also said he was not a good cook. I'm shocked. Uh, this is. <laughs> I'm shocked that Anthony Weiner didn't have the patience to cook. 
Um, it's good stuff. It's it's great. I got to close Twitter. I have to get this closed. I was like, I, I think I opened it because we were doing some meme meme hunting. Mm-hmm. At any rate, no, there, there was a year of the, the meme of the year was uh, was a dunk to be dunked and dunking. <laughs> yeah, to be dunked upon and to dunk upon was the meme mm-hmm. of the year, and it's an ugly meme because we live in an ugly world now. There is also a lot of like memes from Slack than then like at a workplace then make themselves to Twitter. Like what? Like a lot of this stuff starts as like uh, like people who work wherever media people or at, bored at work. Like I think even they did surgery on a grape. I think the reason that got so funny is that like people had to explain it to each other in private my iMessages or Slacks. And then they could participate in it. But if you wanted to figure out what the story was really about, you kind of had to dig. Mm-hmm. Because it was all so, like, in-jokey because of all of that. Mm-hmm. Sort of mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't participate. And they did surgery on a grape? <laughs> yeah. I, did you? I, did you? I enjoyed it. Did, did you do any? Did they did surgery on a grape? I, I no. actually, I'm sorry. I lied. I did a tweet about it. You did do a tweet about it. I did a tweet. Didn't get a lot of love. It was more of a meta tweet. It was, uh, um, you you wrote you said Soviet Russia grape do surgery on you. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> fucking good. Get- <laughs> that's good. I think what I said was something to the effect of um, uh, everyone's talking about the fact that they did surgery on the grape, but nobody's talking about whether or not we should do surgery on the grape. <laughs> that was my. I think it's a late I am night. Be- I am become grape, <laughs> the destroyer of worlds. Yeah, I, I. It was a late night. It was a late night tweet. Didn't get a lot of play. You know, some people in Europe, some people in Asia <laughs> saw it. I'm huge in European meme culture. Very big, very big in the in the Polish meme community. <laughs> people don't realize that about me. Uh, all right, what else in the news? What else has happened? You know, it's it's the end of the year. Things have slowed down. I've been doing a lot of Christmas shopping. Um, Apple has been shipping bent iPads. And oh, this shit's crazy. I've seen this story. I, looked, I saw the story. They're like, that's right. That's how it's supposed to be. And it's like, mm, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think Johnny Ive is like, it's okay if it's bent a little bit. Like yeah. <laughs> of all the things I know about Johnny Ive, here's the one thing I feel that I know pretty like concretely is that he doesn't like it when things aren't exactly the way he wants them to be. <laughs> he literally, all he fucking He literally made about, a ring entirely out of the diamond. <laughs> he's like, it's not just a, a ring. It's a diamond. It's a diamond <laughs> ring made of diamonds. If a diamond is forever, a diamond ring is forever plus one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's a ring... Produced entirely out of diamonds. Anyhow, whatever. I don't know what he would say in the video for that, but it's something like that. It's the most diamond of any ring we've ever produced. You know, it's literally, (laughs) but the fucking guy literally is in a video where he talks about the, the curve of the screen, like the exacting curve of the screen and how much time they spent just crushing it. And, and Apple's uh, like, yeah, it's supposed to be cracked. <laughs> like, like, yeah, it might be. Oh, it might be a little bent when you get it. I mean, what is the it's deal? Still what are pretty they, good. What are they it's actually still saying? Good. What are they actually saying? Can what is the what is the statement? Hold on. Bend they're, what they're saying is spend twelve fifteen hundred dollars on something that isn't a computer because you love yourself and you deserve it. But if it's bent, pff, you deserved that. Hmm. Don't love yourself enough to expect a flat iPad. Mm. Oh, and these pictures are like, they are definitely bent. They say that they're, they're flatter than ever before. That's what Apple's saying. <laughs> uh, they've never been flatter. That's what they're telling Same. us. Same. They actually say here, hold on. Um, Apple reportedly acknowledged they had some, they saw, I'm just, really, I'm just catching up on these exact, uh, slightly bent, but says it's normal. What is their quote? Apple does not consider it to be a it defect. It meets or exceeds all of Apple's high-quality standards of design and precision manufacturing. We've carefully engineered it, and every part of the manufacturing process is precisely measured and controlled. Hmm. According to the company, the side effect of the device's manufacturing process and shouldn't worsen over time or negatively affect the flagship iPad's performance in any practical way. Apple does not consider it to be a defect. Apple has confirmed to The Verge that – so they're saying, yes, some of them are shipping with a slight bend in the chassis. Oh, wow. This is quite a bend. It's quite a bend. 
If I spent that much money no, on something no, that isn't no, a computer. No, I do not accept this at all from Apple. I do not accept that Johnny Ive is fine with this situation. I do not accept that this company is a company that would tolerate this these things being bent and being like, yeah, it's fine. And uh, so I'm inclined to call bullshit on all of this. I'm inclined to call serious bullshit. This is like Antenna Gate all over again where they were like, actually, it's better. Really? Because I can't make a fucking phone call while I hold my phone. But I'm I'm okay. I'll cop to the I'll cop to Antenagate being like it's so much more subtle. You know? Yeah, I mean, I mean what did, in the manufacturing did, process I mean, necessitated this is my question. Steve Jobs did say uh, you were holding the phone wrong. <laughs> yeah, that was an, an amazing, amazing quote. Um, and that was the they did surgery on a grape of 2008. We don't know. Maybe he was <laughs> right after all. Maybe he was right. I just, whenever I see the iPad Pro, I'm like, wow, it looks really cool. Like, it looks nice. And then I think about Listen, using it. I'd rather have that than a Pixel Slate any day of the week. So I guess they still win. But that's, is that a competition? No, it's not. Are those things in competition? That that might be the biggest dunk of 2018. Like, yeah, getting the Pixel Slate versus the iPad Pro. Getting the Pixel Slate. Ugh. I, I got to say, Could I'm you watching. imagine if you got one for Christmas? They're I'm so watching. Bad. I'm watching a I'd video. I'm watching a video in the background. Jerry rig everything. Do you know this channel? Mm-mm. Um, he's uh, destroying an iPad. Oh, good. Uh, he's burning. He's burning it. He's oh god, it's so upsetting. Uh, I mean, it's very, very. Oh god, he's bending it. Oh my god. Ooh. Oh, I god. watched an unbox therapy where they used the not a flamethrower flamethrower from the Boring Company. Oh god, that this was is, very unsettling. I mean, honestly, watching somebody bend an iPad till it breaks is truly. I have to no, say, I've never, no. I've never seen it happen. Because I don't watch videos like this. It's actually one of the most upsetting things i've ever seen in my entire life it really really is painful to watch i saw um, someone take a sledgehammer to the ten thousand dollar hermes apple watch for clicks and i was like we're done as a society it's so bad it's so bad but um i will say this guy uh, this guy who did the video also has and i think marquez brownlee has one of these as well he has an apple pencil that has been painted to look like a pencil oh uh. and um it's really good. And I it, want that. It literally makes me want to buy an iPad Pro and the pencil just to get it painted like that. Yeah. Uh, it looks really cool. And like, it's what they sh- they definitely should make one like that. It's like a limited edition pencil. Yeah. It's like perfect. Because like it has like GameCube an eraser on the end of it, basically. It's a you dream know? come true. Yeah. Anyhow, I think it maybe is, um, maybe Colorware does it. I'm not really sure. I want those Colorware uh, AirPods whenever they update the AirPods. They may have very cool AirPod designs. They have ones that look like old Macs. They have ones that look like a Game Boy case. Mm. Oh, wow. Colorware does uh, Switch customizations now. Yes. Checking out their I website. Know. This is, see, this is what, this is what the whole, to me, this is what is truly lacking in technology is like personalization. Yeah. Yes. Like, like things that are unique, you know, that's like, you can't even put well, the iPhone. We all wanted these as status symbols at one point. And having the one, the iPod that looked like everybody else's iPod and the Mac logo was a status symbol. And now we're at a point where we all have them. And so you want to stand out. You know what I mean? Like the pendulum has swung and nobody's followed through with that. Nintendo and their late in every console stage makes really beautiful custom consoles. Their 2DS lines were gorgeous. The Animal Crossing 2DS is beautiful and it's perfectly made they rethemed every piece of that thing it was wonderful but they only do it like late in the game so that people will buy multiple consoles but i would love if someone like some manufacturer had colorware options especially like an apple that has the money colorware options from the gate not just engraving like let me come up with a crazy design let me upload my own watch right right no i'm with you i'm with you 100 percent. apparently they don't do just looking here, they don't appear. Colorware does not do. Oh, they don't do much painting anymore. It's really not clear what's going on, but um, it doesn't look like they're doing like the Apple Pencil. That's for sure. Mm. But they're doing well, a bunch of other stuff. In other Apple news, they're yeah. spamming us all to watch carpool karaoke, 
And as John Lagomarsino, who has ended up being quoted in a million pieces about this, pointed out, that's against Apple's own terms of service. Is it? Mm-hmm. You're not allowed they- to spam people for promotional purposes that they haven't uh, opted into. Apple is has truly gone f- like full Microsoft with its like updates and notifications and shit. I mean, now Microsoft has actually gotten better at it. I mean, this is the oh, crazy- way better. This is the crazy thing. No, I mean, I tweeted about this the other day. I get a Yosemite notification. And oh, it's yeah. like we talked about like, this last week. It's a and nightmare. It, and it's like, and it's like you can't you can't dismiss it. You, you can't it, if you, you have if you, to open you, the store and go you, through the tutorial and learn that there's a dark mode. Yeah, no, no, but like you could I guess you could turn off store app store notifications, but like I'm saying specifically they're like upgrade to the new Mac OS and it's like um install or more details and if you try to swipe it away it opens the app store. It's like that's a fucking crazy dark pattern that they should definitely not be doing to people. There should no. be an option to say dismiss this, don't show it to me again or like remind me in a month or remind me in a week or whatever. It's like there are better ways to deal with it. I know mm-hmm. that they want everybody to upgrade to the new OS and I know that there's plenty of good reasons to do so. I just think that there has got to be a better way. It's got to be. Uh, there's got to be a better way to get people to watch Apple TV shows than like spamming them to watch Carpool Karaoke. By the way, maybe make a show that's better than Carpool Karaoke and people will watch. Maybe uh, if people are allowed to swear in your shows, people might watch them. Are, is it, are people actually – is is Carpool Karaoke like a thing now? Is it out? It's – yeah, it's out. It's like they're – um they did that app series. Remember when they came out that series that was like – you know, tap that app or like app it up or whatever the fuck that show was. Oh, and it was basically uh, Shark Tank uh, for apps. Yeah, the yeah, we we did a great video about that. It's that called was terrible. Um, it's called uh You uh, like apps? App it's show. Called, uh, it's called app 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 I don't know. I don't fucking know app what it's tank. called. It's called app tank. No, whatever the fuck app it tank was. would have been a app tank would have been a better uh a better <laughs> name. No It's um, a tank full of apps. Uh, and then it's just mozzarella sticks in a fish tank. <laughs> uh, it, it, yeah, it's just you just dunk, just just you're just trying to get as many apps as possible. Um, well, wait, wait, you need to come to Dippers. We've got an app tech that will blow your mind. Listen, listen, let's get back on the subject here. Okay, sorry, I'm sorry. Um, I saw a Dippers opportunity. I took it for those sweet, sweet likes. So the uh. What were we talking about? Oh, the name of the show. Yeah, I don't remember. This is one of the worst. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm very spaced out on this podcast. Apparently, um, apparently, I'm. Sorry, I'm still. I'm now. I'm like down a rabbit hole looking for the fucking um, pencil situation. Oh, they make wraps for them. You can buy wraps. Anyhow, okay. Getting back to the subject at hand. What were we talking In about? Other news. What the fuck was the name of that show? <laughs> a second. I could go to look at our our YouTube channel, which would be hold on. Planet apps. of the apps. It's called Planet of the apps. Planet of the apps. Oh God. They went for a pun name, and they didn't even reference Shark Tank. They referenced apes. I get it. I get it. They have bad ideas. They have bad ideas, and they force them on us. Exactly. Apple, the yes. biggest company in the world. Yes. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, in other news, uh, Facebook gave away access to our private messages to Spotify and Netflix. I mean, I'm th- very close to um, – I, like, basically can't. Like literally, like I kind of can't. Um, I I can't delete Facebook because like I have there are business accounts associated with it. But I'm that's the to, like, problem. But they they even if you said you disabled all of this, you said no to it. Facebook still did it, and I have to have an account for work reasons. And so now, no matter what, I like what am I? I'm stuck. I'm basically like pretty open to the concept of not using Facebook at all, but I mean, I don't have any need to use it. Um, but I, you know, I'll be honest. Uh, like, I don't know how I can delete it. The worst feature, the worst thing about Facebook, I have to say, of all their egregious privacy leaks and everything, is uh, chat heads on Android is fucking so bad. I hate it. Oh, well, I you can hate it. Well, you can disable it, I think. I'm just in- uninstalling messages from it. I can't take it anymore. They're so annoying. I mean, just just well, I mean, I don't really use Messenger. I don't either. But then someone uses it to me 
And then I've got a fucking head pop up and I'm trying to watch a YouTube video or play an emulator. And I'm like, oh, okay. So now I got to deal with this. Someone from high school has something to say. So now I've got to like pop in and not that I don't want those messages, but just like at all times, the chat heads are, I hate them. I don't know why we're talking about this. I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Either. In other news, in other news, Ruth Bader Ginsburg has survived cancerous nodules and the rib cage fracture that we all thought would be the end of the world, literally, might have saved her life and might save America. What, is that, did that, did that um, like lead them to discover the cancer? Yeah. So oftentimes what happens with older people is uh, people of a certain age is um, one injury leads to scans and they can catch other stuff earlier um and they caught pos like cancerous nodules um and removed them because of the rib fracture they were like mm. scanning that mm. and uh they caught it early and right now her biggest hurdle obviously is recovery because she's of a certain age but this might be the thing that ends up saving her life so she also um cast a vote from the uh, from the hospital um that kept the uh uh the asylum this uh, uh, asylum ruling um, from going in Trump's favor. So, you know, if you're ever wondering who is who's protecting, every time you get sick of the RBG notorious RBG memes, just remember that like some things are cliches because they're earned. This woman deserves to be a meme if she wants to be a meme. If it delights her, let it go. Well, it's certainly if it delights her, I think that's important. But also, it's important to remember that she's actually really fucking awesome. And, uh, and an incredible person that everyone should look up to. And right. It is like good and is probably, you know, has done more to protect America from horrible ideas than almost any person alive. So, um, you know, the credo she lives by be best. <laughs> <laughs> She's a big fan of being best. I know that. I know that's true. And, and, and why not? You know, really? Um, what is it? That's the anti-bullying. Is that Melania's anti-bullying, uh, thing it's yeah it's uh it's her motto for children you know uh michelle obama had be healthy and active and take control of your future and melania has be best don't get bullied yeah it's like great weird. Work. it's just so it's so crazy it's so crazy considering who she's married to it's really shocking that they think they do really do for all the talk on the on the other side of the aisle about how liberals have a victimization complex she talks constantly about how the, she said the hardest thing to deal with is uh about being president is the comedians and everybody who's making money on laughing at her husband and it's like that's the hardest thing that's the hardest thing i feel like it'd be harder to, to hear about how your husband was like systematically paying off people that he was sleeping with so they wouldn't yeah. go to the press i feel like that seems like a harder situation to deal with but or having to ever talk to eric it seems like she that definitely be... she definitely hates trump right there's no question oh come on how could you not how could anybody be in his orbit like kellyanne conway hates trump you know that's true like mm. it She's so irritated with him. Yeah, because you know that it, she looks at him and she thinks like you could get so much more evil done if you weren't like this. All right, what else? We should we should get we should probably wrap up here. I don't know uh, um, what else is. Let's let's hit the, some in the quick wrap up. We've pulled yeah. out of Syria, uh, giving ISIS all its Christmas wish. And the government, the government shut down. Shut down. Uh, we're doing a GoFundMe for the wall, and Mattis has resigned. So yeah, uh, yeah. Um, our our bottom story of the week is the apocalypse. Well, it's like I can't. You know, look with the government. In, in in shambles now i will say this one thing that i well, here's my silver lining on the whole um military action and matt is stepping down you know the concern i think is always if there's a constitutional crisis and you basically have to get the military to take action you know if, if donald trump controls the military you know you've got you got to worry because it's like he might just say oh you know what you know you have to, defend, law. You have to defend my presidency or whatever yeah but I feel like now the military definitely is like anti-Trump. I feel like it's like <laughs> firmly like Trump's bad for us. But I do worry that, I mean, they all went to that border for no reason during the holidays over Thanksgiving just for his whim. No, I they, do protected worry. Us. they protected us against an invasion, an alien invasion is what we were experiencing, okay? Like Independence Day. A violent alien uprising and invasion that we have- Of xenomorphs we, in a we, caravan. <laughs> that's right. That we shut down. Using our crack military to wait and do nothing. Just their presence scared those, <laughs> the invading alien horde 
This is literally the terms. This is the way that like Trump talked about it. Like it's like it's one of the worst Halo games. Yeah, it's like, dude. <laughs> it's like a caravan of six-year-old. It's a hungry six-year-old. <laughs> yeah. He's like uh, an alien horde <laughs> is approaching our border. It's we a lot of single defend. moms trying to escape gang violence. And we he's must like, defend America. They will reproduce. <laughs> we must defend America and the Americans. Plague. America's birthright and whites. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. People are fucked up. I just do not know anymore. Anyhow. Anyway, go watch District 9. Um, That's what I got to do. I was just talking about District 9 last night, so it's weird that you brought it up. Oh, really? Yeah. It's more relevant than ever. And I'm up. thinking about building. There's this. Um, have you heard about this thing, Latte Panda? Mm-mm, it's a Windows 10. Sounds and, delicious. Mm, it's a full like Windows 10 rig in like a four by four like box or whatever. Oh, it's pretty cool. So I've been thinking about buying, bu- buying and building one and, and just using it to be my like emulator station. Well, let's get to nice things because I got emulator. I got emulator nice things. Hey, oh, should we do nice things? Let's do nice things. Let's do it. Go ahead. I got two nice things, um, one of which is oh, – I talk about video games and emulators every week, but um, there's two little consoles that I think are amazing and cool. One's more expensive. There's one called the BitBoy, which is $40 flat, including shipping over the holidays, and it, it's a little Game Boy clone. Um, it's very cute and adorable. Uh, it's fully functional Game Boy, Game Boy Color snes emulator all in one complete little package for 40 bucks you throw an sd card with your roms in there and it's got a cute little interface it is really nice i ordered myself one i'm excited about it the other one is oh wow this um, is like a seriously like a game boy clone it, it is what the game boy um the game boy uh classic should be yeah if they ever make one well i mean tons of people make like you have one i know uh, but tons of people do like these modifications of old Game Boys that where they put new guts in them. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a huge Game Boy fan, uh, mm. so uh, that is has established my uh, wow. Yeah, I, I'm I'm. You've definitely do you have one of these, the Bit Boy? I ordered it. It should yeah. show up right after wow. Christmas. I'm gonna I might have to order one of these. Yeah, you got to play with it. It it looks really cool. All the videos I've seen it are sick as shit. This seems um, fun. Yeah, the other what was the. Uh, let me look what the other uh, emulator was called. It's a little small. Yeah, it is a little tiny, but yeah. I actually think like for pocketability reasons, because I already carry two phones, um, I'm like happy about that. Uh, and you know what? I loved my Game Boy Advance Micro, so this is a nice little dupe. Um, and then the other one is the Clockwork Pi, which is an entire. It's more expensive. It's 140. dollars um, It's an entire. If you go to ClockworkPi.com, you can look at it. It's an entire Game Boy kit that you can build without screws. They give you all the pieces, and it's a little project that you can build your own little emulator, your own little Game Boy clone, um, for like a kid to play with. Mm. And it's it comes with a, a custom Pi CPU. It comes with the keypad and the game case. And it because it's it, there are no screws, it's really easy to assemble and really easy to swap out parts as you care to. The wow. screen is gorgeous. This is cool. It's a cool little project. This is really cool. It teaches kids about like emulation and stuff, but it's also like fun for an adult to do. It looks really fucking cool. So I want to order one of those when funds are available. Um, and that look, doesn't that look cool? This like is a little project with Zelda build her own little game. This is very console. cool. I wonder if, um, oh, it has its own little OS. Yeah. And it, that it runs have any on the, it, it's just like a, a cool little solution. Um, I, it runs on the pie. Yeah. I want one of these. This Clockwork OS looks amazing and awesome and like extremely cool. And I definitely okay. Let me I see what they got one. here. Let me see what they got. How do? What is this? How does this work? Oh, they have different colors. Yeah, there's different kind of kits, and if you're a student, you can get a discount on it. Uh wow. Well, but you're not a student. Mm, I know some students. Oh wow. Okay. You're going <laughs> to scam this poor company. No, Not they're poor, but this is interesting. It is interesting, right? It's a cool little project, and it it's pretty complete and pretty polished. I I love I just love the design. They did a really good job with like, they did a really good job with this. Yeah, it's gorgeous. So though that's the that, uh, that, and I hacked my 3ds to run 
uh, homebrew software, which was an exciting little project for me. Um, and so that that was one of my nice things. The other nice thing, it might be a little divisive. I talked about The Incredibles 2 earlier, and it's on my mind because I just watched it. Um, and I didn't love it. Uh, I thought it was a fun, like, funny movie. And it was, uh, the animation is stunning. The action sequences are incredible, hence the name. But... I looked up online. Um, let me get the name of the channel. I wanted to see some people's commentary about the movie because I had issues with it and I didn't know if I was being an asshole or if they were valid, if other people felt like that. Mm. Um, and there is a channel on YouTube that did basically rewrote what the villain should have been and rewrote the ending. Um, it was called Fixing the Finale and Rewriting Screen Slaver. And it's at a channel called Nando versus Movies, Nando mm. V Movies. Mm. Um, it's a fairly popular YouTube channel, so I don't think I'm like, you know, telling you. They have like 150,000 subscribers, so this is not like, I'm not special for having seen this. But it really, really wowed me. They uh, The way that they script doctored it was kind of the way that I thought that they should. Um, and the way that they rewrote it, I thought was really interesting. Um, and so uh, if you've seen that movie and you also were a little unsatisfied with the politics of it and the way that the villain didn't really make a ton of sense and the finale was bad, um, it was delightful. And this person sat down and over the course of two like 20-minute videos broke down exactly what their script treatment would have been, including dialogue, and they re-edited certain scenes to give you an idea visually what it would have looked like. And it was amazing. And I was like, God, some people are so talented. All I thought was like, that didn't make any sense. And this person truly fixed the movie. Uh, mm. So check that out if you like Pixar movies and script doctoring. Uh, those were my two nice things. That's interesting. I did not see the film, but I should also tell you I've never seen the original Incredibles. Uh, it, amazing, groundbreaking at the time. The politics of that original movie don't totally hold up because uh, they're another situation where like Pixar made a movie about how someone is inherently special and we should trust them with all the power to remake society, which is like a lot of the themes in their movies, um, which isn't necessarily a bad theme. It's just been done to death and it's not very relevant right now. So, so you're saying that should I watch either of them? Yeah, yeah. They're definitely worth a watch. Hmm. Definitely worth a watch. Um, Zelda, Zelda will love. Well, let me tell you about my nice things. Yeah, she doesn't like. She's not really into like high action though. She was the other day. She was watching the Powerpuff Girls, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" So they made like new Powerpuff Girls, yeah, and uh, that was good. I was Anything not without Tara Strong. It's not going to be as good. Yeah, but I was just not that pleased with the the dialogue. I mean, it's just for older kids, I think. But everybody's like everything. Even the like, stuff for kids now is like everybody's mean to each other. It's like insane, you know. At any rate, uh, okay. Let me tell you about some of my nice things. So first off, it's we're on the we're not it's not Christmas Eve yet, but it is Christmas. Um, uh, we're in the Christmas zone, and now as you know, I'm an, I've recently adopted Christmas as something that I enjoy. I think we've talked about this in the podcast previously. Um, I went shopping at the mall yesterday. Mall shopping's fucking great, man. Shopping physically shopping is great. It is oh, it's the best. So much better than shopping on the internet because like on the internet, everything's available to you. And like everything is too much. Like I need yeah, limitations. You should not be allowed to look at everything because although you are very good at it, you fall into holes for. Oh my god! Time. No, it's crazy. And then like, but in a store, you're like, okay, one, you've curated this. There's a fine. It's look, everything should be like Trader Joe's. You know, Trader Joe's thing is like they only have like five thousand SKUs at any given time, and like a normal grocery store has like twenty thousand or something. Like, yeah. like. You can only get – they basically are like, we have decided now this is going to be the set of things that we offer to you and you're going to have to figure out how to make dinner from these things. And like, you know, more often than not, you're like, oh, I've got some good dinner ideas. I mean, I just went to Trader Joe's so maybe that's why I'm feeling all worked up. But I went to like a fucking Nordstrom, you know, and it was just so nice to just be like, oh, here's what they offer. And like you just see, you see that they have a bunch of different brands. Like you can buy all sorts of crazy shit at Nordstrom now, like Topshop and fucking J. Crew. They sell that at Nordstrom. But it's like – it's like just interesting, right? To just have the set number of things and to be able to look at it physically and go like, yeah, I like this or I don't like this. I went to a, a, a game store and I bought some like puzzles and games for Zelda. Like it's just like nice to like physically interact with things and look at them and think about them and like feel them in your hand and say like, do I want this? But it's also just like, I just think that there is, we are, we are awash in options and like, that's nice, but it sometimes is just overwhelming. So, so I would say, because of the Christmas season, but I know I've been, I've sort of pushed myself into going out into public and I really enjoyed it. Um, but, uh, I was going to say what I'm really excited about is Christmas Eve. Uh, because, uh, as you know, I'm Jewish, uh, by birth. 
I'm an atheist, but I was raised Jewish. And you know, on, on Jews on Christmas Eve, I don't know if a lot of people know this or not, often go out to eat uh, Chinese food. Yeah. This is sort of a thing. I don't know if it was a thing for you. Well, you've got. No, I've I've always had Christmas. Well, so we're doing Christmas, but like we're also going to go. We're going to go see Mary Poppins. We're going to take Zelda to see the new Mary Poppins movie, and we're going to go have Chinese food uh, on Christmas Eve. So a movie and Chinese food was a family tradition uh, for me, and uh, I have Laura and I have sort of carried on that tradition. Last year we did. We actually did dinner at home, and I'm excited. It, to me, it's it is the most fun because it's like it's kind of dead outside. Um, there aren't a lot of people on Christmas Eve out and about. Uh, it's very quiet, and it's just a very cozy moment in the year. And then I'm I'm really psyched about Christmas morning because I got. I ended up with a lot of great gifts and Zelda's got a lot of stuff she's going to open. And I don't know. It's I'm kind of like, I'm not, I'm like kind of excited. Like Laura claims she got me some gifts and I'm like, Ooh, what's in there? Yeah. Christmas is, listen, it is a fun holiday and you don't have to, uh, you don't have to evangelize the word of God and Jesus to open presents and have fun with Santa and enjoy frosty the snowman. That's right. That's right. No, it's a, just a very exciting, cozy time of year, and also it signals the end of the year, which is, which is great because uh, this year needs to end. I'm always like, oh, next year's gonna be better, but I don't know now anymore. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just like, yeah. So anyhow, all right, we should wrap up. Well, well, uh, before before we wrap up, I wanted to say, yeah, I went shopping at a Marshalls and a Burlington Coat Factory uh, because I was like, I gotta find Christmas gifts. I don't know what anybody wants, and I don't want to spend a lot of money. And you know what's great is a little store filled with weird, uh, diverse varieties of piles of stuff, and none of it's expensive. And you could just spend the whole time being like, they made a Riverdale board game. Hey, look over here, shoes that are nine dollars and look great. And oh, look, a purse. My mom. Wait, wants what a is purse. this? What is that? What are you describing? Uh, Marshalls and um burlington coat factory yeah they have the board game situation is crazy they've got like a nightmare before christmas operation they have like all of these crazy like tie-in games yeah like you can't even buy a version of clue that doesn't have some tie-in now apparently yeah it's It's like it's like the peanuts gang did a murder (laughs) yeah it's no it is it's like it's like uh game of thrones clue it's like all right there's a lot of stuff going on here it's like when they have um when they have a toothpaste that has mouthwash in it yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like crest with listerine. I'm like, what's happening? But you know what? Like, you, then you walk over and they're like, here's a pile pile of expired makeup palettes. Hey, you know what we've got over here? You 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 like hacky sack? We got yeah. a ton of those. You're like, okay. <laughs> I, haven't been to, I haven't been to. Is is a home is a home goods like part of Marshalls? Yeah, they end up getting combined. I think a lot, sort of okay. like um like a Kentaco hut. Right, right. Yeah, like I, I haven't been to a Marshalls in a really long time. I don't think oh, I've ever been. It's to such a, home a good goods. experience. Go to the tech section of Marshalls again. This is a piece that I should probably write. The yeah. tech section of Marshalls <laughs> is filled with all these weirdly slightly knockoff or slightly off-brand things that work perfectly fine. They're just like Chinese clones, yeah, with weird brand names. Or like one was like Nick Jonas earbuds, and I was like, these are actually fairly quality quality earbuds. They just have a picture of Nick Jonas. Did on you them. buy the Nick Jonas earbuds? <laughs> no, but I did take oh, a wow. photo of them. Wow. Um, wow. And th- that whole section is amazing. If you need a USB-C cable that's like carbon fiber reinforced and also costs $4, go to a Marshalls. Run, don't walk. Mm, sounds good. All right. Now On we really note, do need to wrap up. Yeah. Because uh, I'm very cold. There, there's mer- there's merrymaking to be done. Yeah, there's mer- I got to go do some fucking gingerbread houses. Figgy pudding. And yeah, I got to go create some figgy pudding for, for my beautiful family and make eggnog from scratch Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best. Although I've just been told that your family is on the naughty list. And I'm not talking about Santa's list.